If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. I'm excited. You guys excited? I'm always excited. Look at my pants. Yeah. <laughs> excitement. Excitement. I think, I think they call that tenting. That doesn't look like that much excitement, to Bro, be honest. Bro, I'm excited. Hey. I wish you didn't say that now, because now what I'm, what, what I'm about to say sounds like I'm joking, mm. but I'm not. Uh, I'm excited because uh, I'm about to spill the beans a little bit, but uh, MAPS... The next MAPS program will be coming out soon. Ooh, I thought you were about to we say We haven't brought that no, up yet. I'm not going to say the name. You almost said it, and Doug almost threw that, that cup of water at you. I know. No, it's, uh, the color for this one is white, but we're not telling you what it's about, mm. but it's uh, it's pretty gangster. Yeah. It's the next uh, it's the not next ju- It's not just for Snow white. Snow white. No. Yeah. It's, not, yeah. it's not for white. It's not just for white people. Anybody can do it. But, <laughs> um, it's the next uh, no. the next program we're putting out, and it's, uh, it's almost done. I'm pumped. Yeah, I know about pre- it. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for it too because it's going to hit. Uh, I think people that are currently going through all the maps. If you definitely have all them, all the maps already, you'll probably want it because I think it's something that will fill in the gaps of what you're already doing mm-hmm. um, for specific times. And then I feel like it's going to get a whole new uh, demographic of people too. It is because we're looking at. We this is what we always do. We look at problems in the industry. Mm-hmm. We've identified the problems. Now we're providing the answer, and this is the answer to another problem. That's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> can I say more? Yeah, because it's is right. it okay. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. You can say I, more. No, but I, 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 I feel, feel like he barely. I feel the balls. like there's some concepts in there that I was just like super stoked on. The more I think about it, you know, afterwards, like it, it's really resonating with me. I'm like, wow, that was really cool what we did, uh, you know, with that concept. And dude, I, we, I feel like we always have like something like that that's so different and and, and revolutionary on its own. That, dude, like, we it's took, understated. We took a programming problem. And we uh, we came out with something. We basically put it on steroids. We, well, it's pretty fucking brilliant the yeah. way it's put together. <laughs> it's, I'm pretty brilliant, actually. The like, more I think about it, yeah, I'm pretty brilliant. No, 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 no. Okay. Legit. This is why I know when it's we okay get together, when we get together, we come up because with crazy things. Because when I look at it, I'm like, wow, this is this is amazing. Everything is taken into account with this, uh, you know, minimalist type program. That's as far as I'm going to go. With mm-hmm. revealing uh, the program you itself, went too far. I went. Actually, I might have gone that, too far. Yeah. That's okay. I, th- I think you could say that. You yeah. say I think you could. You could have said further than what Justin was saying too, and because I know he wanted to use the word isolation. And I think that. <clears> I think. <throat> that, I think that's a cool component that you don't see a lot anymore. No. And I think it's overlooked mm-hmm. and one of those underrated things too, for yeah. sure. So. Hey, have you guys been? Have you guys been getting tagged on Instagram? You have. I've seen you guys also. We're getting tagged on people. Love to tag us on exercises that people will, will video. Expecting us to talk shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys notice that? Yeah, of course. So usually uh, it's tagged on exercises that people make up in a machine, which is stupid almost every single time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's an exercise. Like one I got tagged on was a bench press variation where someone brings the bar down. Did you guys see this one? They're doing a bench press. They bring the bar down to the the, the proper position, which usually usually is right about nipple uh, height, right with the bar. Mm-hmm. Unless you're an old lady, and then you don't want to go nipple height. <laughs> Because then it becomes something different. It's really, but you come down to nipple. Really low. What the guy did is he came down to that, and then keeping tension, he came up, brought the bar up to his his neck with the elbows flared, and then pressed it up and came down again, brought it up, and so the question was: Is this bad? This has got to be horrible for the shoulder. Here's the thing with movement. Um, 
exercises, uh, there's you know, exercises can be safer or more dangerous. There could be that line. Was that the one we got DM'd our inbox? Yes. I didn't watch it. I just That's saw what the, it was. the one from Sadiq. Sadiq was the one training yeah. it. Here's the thing, like if you can, your body, if it's fit and healthy, uh, depending on the situation, you can do a lot of different movements and be safe. Or you can do other movements that are dangerous. Mm. Some exercises are more difficult to do in a safe way. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Does it mean it's always dangerous? No. If you have good shoulder stability, you're using light weight, and you feel like you've got some benefit from doing that type of an exercise, um, then you're probably okay. The benefit I could see from what, that... Are you, you're going to get some traps involved there and some some sh- more shoulder? Like, what is the, What would be the point yeah. of taking it down to your chest then you're getting... What do you? What are you you're going from. You're, you're I getting, didn't watch it. So what does it look like? What? What? Yeah. Do, what do, what's moving? What is he I'm doing? Trying to picture this. No, thing. I'm on my back. Boom here. Yeah. Then I come up with the weight and then press it up. So traps. Uh, yeah. Like you're gonna get some traps. I don't. I, I don't. That, I think it's probably more. More than anything, I think what they're trying to do is change the angle of the elbow, right? To to change the different muscle fiber recruitment of the chest. Mm. But really, what's happening is you're maintaining tension at the bottom of the of the rep for like two or three seconds. Mm. So it's really not that different from just a pause bench. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When you look at it, yeah, yeah. So I could see it. I could see it maybe helping you get stronger. It seems at the bottom. unnecessary. Is all my that would be my only inclusion. Yeah. But yeah, like I get tagged on a lot of them as well. As far as like exercises are concerned, and um, some of them are legit. Like um, like the earthquake bar, for instance. And oh so, yeah. Someone, yeah, someone thought that was really stupid. I yeah, saw they that, said too. that was really stupid. I'm like. No, it's an actual dude. Tool. He, you know, he's ex- expressing speed. You know, like he's he's showing you how to how to like you know add velocity to this lift, uh, and that's that's a tool that you would use. Probably the goofiest tool. It's you, very goofy. If you want to look hel- for sure, yeah, yeah. I've never used one. Have you yeah. ever used one? Yeah. I've used it. I've used it. I've used it with Justin. Before but I mean, there's gym. there's rationale behind it. Is all sure. I'm saying. It's not for everybody. It's sure. very specialized. But yeah, I mean, there there's definitely something there. Well, I think it's important to note too that we tell people like a lot of these exercises. Oh, this is so stupid! When you see somebody doing like a <laughs> tricep push down on like a you know a, a on the gravitron machine or oh, what's it fuck, called? I what's it that. called? What's it called? Uh, assisted, assisted weight yeah, assisted uh, pull up machine. Yeah, and they're doing like some chest exercise or which is just ridiculous. But here's here's why. The reality is, it's doing something. Well, and here's why I won't we go. Just think it's I won't go on their page and like you know talk shit because. Most of the guys that are doing that, you know, and it's unfortunate, but they're they're normally some dude that's extremely ripped. It's some bodybuilder, men's physique athlete, or bikini girl or like that. And it's like, hey, if they want to do all these weird movements because they've got extra time in the gym to kill and everything <laughs> like that, then by all means, do it. I get annoyed by them t- trying to tell people you know what why they should do it when check out this new kick-ass tricep try the try this out like well no why don't you try actually lifting consistently and eating consistently uh first and then you can move your way into some different stuff like that like it's just the priority of it and and somebody uh did it again with me like you know and it irritated me because they're a big mind pump listener and, and a fan so like that and they should know better than to do this and they were trying to prod uh, Joe with me and they were trying they were trying to get him and I get going after each other because he had just recently posted the rubber band on the hammer this strength before we got blocked it was before this is okay. what this is what actually why it happened oh, because that's why we got yeah blocked. you know because he was <laughs> maybe he was getting on there and he was continuing to try and get uh, me and Joe to talk shit to each other because on this on the show I said you know 
putting rubber bands on a machine is ridiculous. You might as well use a solo flex. Yeah, or bow, a bow flex, a bow right? <laughs> and that's exactly what he said. He says, you know, he, he got on there and that was says, the first model. Adam, hey, what you know, Adam, what do you think about this? Uh, you know, and telling that uh, this exercise you call bow flex or what if something like that, right? And Joe got on there, and of course it fired Joe up, but it wasn't going to fire me up over that. Like, listen, if you've ever seen fucking Joe Donnelly, he's two hundred and fifty pounds and like fucking four percent body fat. Motherfucker can do whatever he wants in the gym. Do whatever the fuck you want in the gym. Like you could do the stupidest exercise ever, and it's not going to hurt that guy. I don't like the fact when these guys give that message out to ninety percent of the population because ninety percent, ninety nine percent of the population is not like that, and it's not going to do much benefit. In fact, they should be hearing messages like, "Hey, work on your squat. Let's perform your squat. If you can't squat, let's talk about the things that are keeping you from squatting and what do you need to do to fix that so you can squat." Like these are the messages I feel like trainers should be giving to the general population about health and yeah, fitness. Yeah, it's like, it's like not just the, go, go bench press. Yeah, like, don't not, put the bands on the hamstring yeah. chest press. Go not the press. not the latest fucking tricky move or exercise that they should yeah. be doing you know or creative thing that they made up on the leg the press buddy, oh my god the worst is like the buddy body weight training stuff like that you do no. with your spouse yeah <laughs> i was actually gonna create a fake account with me and my wife because we started i kind of started to have her go through maps red with me and stuff and uh <laughs> and we it was funny because like it, she's the only girl in in the weight room part, you know, that at our gym, and so we're in there at like prime time hour. It's like all these like meatheads and everything, and we're doing our workout and everything. <laughs> and I was, and we're like, oh my god, how annoying are we? You know, yeah. we're working out, we're that like fit couple, you know, like relationship goals hashtag. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like walking on the treadmill, like, holding hands. Yeah, I wanted to do. To your girl holding I swear to God, I wanted to do like everything stereotypical, just to like you know piss everybody off like and we do like the pull-ups where where the other one's like wrapping their legs around you and you're like kissing at the top like yeah it's, <laughs> it's, here we go bro, it's, you know, what you do is you get a girl that's annoying and then when you're working out and you're lifting your wife and she just gain, she's gaining yeah. weight it's progressive resistance your biceps are getting well, i'm getting bigger yeah. why has your why your arms look so so big oh, yeah. my wife's getting fat yeah. is there an old is there an old fable <laughs> or story of that the guy who climbs up the hill carrying the calf you know and every it, um milos is it milo milos or whatever yeah he lifted a calf every day until it became a bull and he became yeah a massive dude it grew with it carrying yeah. it up you know it's funny though these are all uh marketing ploys that people use to to draw attention to them i bet you uh if not all of those people a good majority of those people that do those posts don't even work out like that or you know they just know that they know like honey let's wow. you know we got the kid take but, some videos but let's do this working out with your significant significant other is a very horny event Mm. It is, isn't it? Wouldn't you agree, oh, Justin? Yeah. Uh, it could be. <laughs> it always <laughs> can be. Really? Yeah. I I don't know, man. Like uh, I more. Trainer, I always want to. I know more. Tra- yeah, but you're weird when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> the wind blows. <laughs> wind blows, dude. And you're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah no, you're. <laughs> the wind blows. I'm, I'm, I'm weird. And it tickles it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, you're you're easy on. when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. It doesn't take much to impress I'm a whore. you that way. Well, I, I, <laughs> most trainers that I know, they don't like working out with their significant other because. They struggle. Well, shit, we just had it. We just got into battle with uh, Johnny and his girl, right? Because we we help her out all the time, and and he and she's always trying to tell her because she listens to mind book, <laughs> right? So she's always fighting with him about this the bro shit that she he's telling her, and he's texting me on the back end on the other side, going like, "Bro, I can't fucking take this anymore. <laughs> tell my girl, tell my girl, your fucking girl, bro. You tell her. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I can't help it. She listens to mind pump, so she hears us talk all this shit, and then you turn around and you give her something. Well, that's what happens, you know. So, but I mean, I I, I feel for I I feel for that because. 
Bump the girl, the show your girlfriend listens to. <laughs> my girl Katrina is the only uh, the only woman that I've ever been able to consistently uh, work out with. Every other uh, girlfriend that I ever dated before that, I couldn't do that. And the one one of the reasons why is because what I love about my girls, I can she I can, just does what you tell her in the gym. No, not oh, at okay. all, actually. Oh, okay, but she understands <laughs> how important it is to me, and that it's my time. And that I'm totally okay with you coming in and working out with me, but for me, like I don't want to be a personal trainer. I don't want. I don't come to the gym for my hour of training to personal train anybody. So I don't want to be over there correcting form and telling you why we're doing this and why we're now doing that. Like that, then I feel like it's work. You know, what I'm saying that's what I do for work all day long. So that's you need to do that. You need to hire a trainer if you want that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would be that school? way if I had like all this free time and like you know that kind of stuff like i like this is where we can like drop we were 17 or yeah, something yeah <laughs> exactly like like the, like that's now turned into it has a different meaning because now it's it's about like the kids club you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's the, the kids club and i'm like hey honey hey how have you been you know what i'm saying and then it's we're your working time out. together yeah. yeah yeah it's awesome but it's it totally so i get just, i get you on that level you oh know? i can see though on your but, side but it's but it's changed the meaning's changed now no justin gets it it's, it's horny time for him too it, it say, is horny time. Yeah. It, it leads to you know fun i was gonna say there's extracurricular no, activities drop the drop <laughs> you guys you do you ever did you like, ever oh, have yeah, this? a stability ball <laughs> honey the kids uh, are asleep in the back do we still have one of those hurry give me a hand job yeah, you were like you guys are like the couple that used to drop their kids off at the gym kids club and then go out on a movie date. Like that. I used to. I thought about it, bro. People that used to. That. People yeah. used to do that. I used I to. Know. All, I, was, I was like, excuse Dude, me. They Matt? figured that out. And they like, actually this. put a charge for that, like a cheap charge. Like, yeah, well, watch you, you guys go ahead. There's like a movie theater. Oh, they close. even yeah. let them. They actually advertised it. No way. So you actually would pay. You'd pay them like some dirt cheap price, but like they would do that for a couple hours. I'm like, brilliant. That is brilliant. So brilliant. And it's and they used to be. So, oh wow, that's funny. They let them do that. That was something that was like a huge pet peeve. For like all the kids club people they're just like yeah the lady just came in she was fully decked out in a dress and she just dropped her kids off she's totally going out she is not coming to the gym to work out <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome that's smart right oh my god <gasps> Shh. oh shit, shit. Yeah, oh, it's the motherfucking guac it's after me feathers here all right, beginning with KT cards. How much does diet and stress affect physical performance? Does it affect strength or endurance more? Um, it affects. Uh, yes, it definitely affects physical performance. God, is there a, is there a science behind which one would affect more or less? I would think that it, well, could, it depends on the person. I would yeah, think. it does. Um, I think probably stamina and endurance get affected uh, kind of immediately. Mm-hmm. I think stress can. It can improve strength depending on the type of strength. Oh, that's uh, a good stress. point, right? Like if you get really like if you snort that snort that salt stuff right before yeah. you, right before that, like like, like that's like, temporary uh, stress uh, that's put on. Like if like if Doug got trapped uh, under a car, you know, we'd be all stressed out. It's like an adrenaline kind yeah. of response. Yeah, yeah, so we might do that, or if you're angry or whatever. But uh, you just you just use Doug getting trapped in the car like the whole analogy of so the woman who has the baby under the car and then she lifts it. <laughs> You did. No, you totally did. No, you know why? It's totally why you referenced that. No, you know that. why I did that? Because, okay, you know when we went to the San Jose Expo? You lifted a car? And no. And we were talking about like, oh, bro, what if somebody like comes up? Because like, every supplement company hate us. We talk shit to about you know 80% of the fitness industry. We're like, what if somebody comes and talks shit? And I'm like, well, if somebody says something to Adam, I'll just watch Adam kick her ass. <laughs> and then we're like, what if someone fuck with Doug? All three of us would oh, destroy. We're, yeah, we're gonna rip, <laughs> nobody rip can touch limbs Doug. off. Yeah. Way, to, way to go! You're gonna get me in a fight. Now. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's good to know." If I ever run into guys like <laughs> that, go, but we're gonna go Doug first. Incidentally, I'm just gonna warn oh, you right you now. No, you don't want. When it. we joke around about Doug having a shiv, 
he really does have a shiv on yeah. him, and he will stab the fuck out of you. The last person. <laughs> this is so here's the deal with stress. Allegedly. Stress, there's acute stress and there's long-term stress. Both affect uh, performance in, in all ways. But what most of us experience is this kind of moderate level of constant stress on a day-to-day basis. Um, it this, just sounds wearing when you say it. It is wearing. Yeah. It is it's very wearing. It's that, you know, I hate my job or I hate my wife or whatever. Uh, and, you, and you're dealing with this on a regular basis. Most people um, are like, fuck both. I hate both of those things. <laughs> uh, Ooh, double, double stress. It will reduce strength and, and, uh, and endurance, um, especially if you're training improperly. You know, if you're under a lot of stress, the last thing you should do is hammer yourself in the gym. And, and, and place more demands on the body because your body's ability to handle all stress is, is becoming limited. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, its capability to deal with stress depends very, very greatly on the other kinds of stress it's, it's uh, experiencing, and that includes exercise. So if you're working out super hard and your job is really stressing you out and your kids are really stressing you out or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you're just piling stress upon stress on top of you and your body will you will perform worse. You won't burn body fat like you want. You won't build muscle like you want, and you 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 actually reduce your your performance. So, and those under those circumstances, a good idea is to reduce intensity. Uh, you know, learn how to use make your workout more meditative, um, and and right. use it in those ways to kind of you know complement what's going on. I was going to mention that because like uh, I mean, it's mostly psychological. I mean, there's physical stress for sure, but like if you do, if you treat your workout more of a uh, like therapeutic type of a session and you're addressing things, um, you know, that, that will help calm you down, calm your heart rate down, or just give you mental clarity. You know, that's a totally different experience than just, you know, pounding, pounding weights and getting pissed off and like, you know, adding more physical stress. Yeah. I, I mean, mental state plays such a huge role. I had a client come in the other day, uh, was working out. Actually, it wasn't my client's working out with another, um, trainer. And he's, uh, he's been in the gym for a while. I haven't seen him for a while. But uh, so now that I, I've, I haven't seen him for about a year, he looks incredible. He's built more muscle, looks more fit. So about halfway through the workout, I always like to compliment people when I've seen positive changes. I think it's important as trainers. So I stopped him. Nice ass. Yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> like, bro, your ass is amazing. <laughs> He, is like I mean apple that, shape. You mean that a total professional way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was resting in between sets. I'm like, bro. I'm like, you look fucking way different. You put on a lot more muscle, and you know, I'm, so I'm giving, you know, I'm telling him the truth. I'm giving him a compliment though, and I noticed the intensity of his workout increased by two notches after I said that because it it gave him that mental like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, I'm yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm pressing the trainer and another trainer in the gym, and mm-hmm. yeah, your 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 mental and you know even spiritual um, health will affect athletic performance on a tremendous level. And so those, those things make up a part of your overall wellness, um, just as much as, uh, exercise and diet do. Well, I, I want to add a little something to that just because I think, and I, 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 you guys, I'm sure are the same way too. the client that we deal the most with this, right? Cause that was really a vague answer that we gave you, right? It kind of could affect you. It is a little this way. Here's some things to be aware of, but it's like, I know that was really vague. I think a majority of um, the people that I've ever trained that I deal with this the most are my type A personalities, mm-hmm. uh, where it really affects them, right? And what I mean by that is they they have this lifestyle 
where they probably do, they hate their husband or wife, they have uh, a stressful job, and they're just a stress ca- there's just a stress case all the time. They're stressed about everything, finances and family life and work life. And then on top of that, they they sign themselves up for a gym membership or a type of trainer that is just going to pound their body. Mm-hmm. They want they 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 still take that same approach and mentality into their workout of this hardcore aggressive training. And in reality, that person with that extreme probably needs the complete opposite extreme. Most of those people that yeah, do up, a lot better with walking. Yeah, those people that hire me, I end up saying, okay, listen, I'm, you're not allowed to run now. And they're like. <gasps> You know, freak out like, I can't run. No, I don't want you running. You don't need to be running right now. What you need to do is walk or you need to meditate or you need to do yoga. You need something opposite of all this crazy stress that I'm hearing in your life. I don't want your working out should be, you know, should be aiding and helping, not not adding to, right? Yeah, I mean, the point is it's still movement. It's still like, you know, you you have to make sure that that's, your body's expending energy because even if it's like in contrast to the stress, uh, you're, you still have to go through that, and it actually helps a lot of times, I find, too, because I am very much can fall into that same trap, too, uh, where I have to realize, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so buried in all these things, and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a cold because I just had a really hard workout on top of that and all these kinds of things. You know, my workout needs to change so that way – you know, I can I can allow my mind to, to stop, you know, going crazy and also my body can kind of rest and rejuvenate. But I'm still moving. I'm active in well, um, yeah. this. This happens to me at least a handful of times every month, a handful of times every month uh, I have in mind what I'm going to be doing that day. You know, I'm on phase whatever of, of whatever maps I'm going on right now. This is what I'm supposed to be lifting the next day. But then, you know, the day before was just heavy, man. I worked a long day. I had a lot of stuff. I was dealing with a lot of people online and, you know, this or that. And it was maybe family shit going on. And it was just heavy for me. And I can feel that the next day. And even though I had this planned workout ahead of me, uh, that takes a priority. You know, that now, now that because I feel this way and I, and I have learned to recognize when I've got heavy stress on myself, I know better than to go into a workout and just think I'm going to sweat it out or beat myself out of it. Instead, like that's the day where, well, I was going to do this. Now I'm going to walk on the treadmill and now I'm going to work on some mobility stuff and Mm -hmm. I'm still going to do something that's active and physical and burn calories and focus more, but I'm going to focus more on my knee and my, my mental relief that I want. I I want makes a big difference. Yeah. I'll even have a different playlist for that. I'm really listen to different music, music that's more relaxing. Normally I'm into intense, hardcore rock. Like when I want to get after it, time like that i want to be i want to do more, the same thing yeah, yeah i want to be more, more peaceful yeah more meditative yeah. you know it's gonna be more relaxing so play a little sarah mclaughlin uh what well yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking like everlast or something like that or sublime you know when that bitch when that bitch comes on tv you're about to you're about to fucking cry because yeah. there's some dogs yeah, that are starving or puppies something or, like you dumb yeah, <laughs> like getting their ears chewed off oh my god right? <laughs> Laws of Fitness is asking, how do you know if you have two t- uh, reps left in the tank? Uh, you do two more and then you fail. No, <laughs> Here's oh. a, <laughs> two reps left in the tank means uh, we always talk about not going to failure with your with your your workout. So if you're if you're doing a set to failure, what that means is let's say I'm doing squats, I'm squatting until I can no longer squat again with decent form. So I'm failing, and then boom, the set is over. We advocate stopping. Before that, going to failure, and, and lots of studies now have proven this, going to failure is too much intensity. It's more than you need, and all it's going to do is actually, uh, it's going to take away from your body's ability to adapt. You'll find that stopping two reps short of that um, is going to give you better results almost every single time. 
how do you know? I hate to say this, but you're going to have to learn your Trial body. and error. You're going to have to learn your body. This is part of the whole feel well, your body. I, 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 have a, I have a little tip that I think that helped me. I have a big tip. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little tip. It's Dude, cute. You guys are everywhere today. Yeah. This is this is something that uh, this is how I approach like a, a set. I had, uh, let's say I'm doing a set of ten dumbbell chest press. Um, I am a super strickler when it comes to form. So when I get under there and I start pressing away at ten, saving two in the tank for me is when I find a weight that when I hit that tenth rep, my form is is starting to break down. And when I mean break down, I mean by the slightest bit. I'm slowly, slowly starting to favor one side or I slowly start to feel my shoulders come out of the perfectly retracted position or I notice my body start to squirm a little bit to try and leverage it up. If I notice that at all start to happen, that's where I'm shutting it down because I could normally push out two more or three more even from that point, you know, by cheating the, the rep up or by getting momentum or letting my body deviate just to get it up. So I'm cutting, I'm cutting that weight on the last rep of perfect form. I mean, I'm I'm completing ten reps that looks perfect. I mean, but, I'm but not- again, even to do that, you got to kind of really stay in tune with your body and kind of learn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just something that you tend you'll you'll. What it's you'll, not, it's not a mathematical formula that I think a lot of people are asking for. Like, no, oh, because I know that yes. a lot of people do the Thank one one rep. Yes, the one rep max percentage. No, you let me get, get charts and all these things. Everybody's always had an answer for that, and and like I don't like Sal saying it. Really, it really amounts to the uh, the amount of times you've you've done this, right? Like you you, you see tendencies, you see how the body's going to change and react uh, once you add like five more pounds, ten more. pounds pounds you know 25 more pounds and then you get even better like you're like whoa i know that you know i I do pretty well with this weight but even then that's going to change because like depending on the energy levels or the factors of stress or that that's exactly it you know that's all going to change that's exactly it that's why we tell people it's about it's your how to know your body and perceived exertion because two reps short of failure uh, may mean something completely different when I've had good sleep and I'm in a good mood versus when I haven't had good sleep and my diet isn't good. So if I go based off of percentages, well, that that hard number, that 75% of whatever, and I need to do 12 reps, that 12 reps could be past failure because I didn't get good sleep last night. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be based off of feel. So you're going to have to kind of learn your body a little bit. Yeah. Mike Ditore or Mike Ditor, I'm mm. not sure. I think you said I like the, Ditore. the first time was sexier. Yeah. So that's enough. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Sorry. Mike is asking, how do I find the proper weight in maps black without overdoing volume? And he's referring specifically to his warm up. His warm up sets. It's a nice sets. transition from the last question we just did. Yeah. Um, I, I think for me personally, I do a little dynamic warm up first. So here's how it looks for me. Let's say I'm going to squat with 315. Let's say I'm doing sets of six or eight reps with 315. I'll do my dynamic warm up, which is you know where I'm warming up my hips, I'm warming up my knees. Um, then I get under the bar and I go 135, 225, and then by that time I'm usually ready for 315. So for me personally, it's between one or two sets with good weight before I move into my heavier weight. Mm-hmm. The stronger I am in the exercise, the more warm ups I do. So if I'm doing a deadlift where let's say I'm pulling 500 pounds or 550 pounds, I'll go 135, 
225, 315, 405. Then I'll go up to 495 or 500. Yeah. So I, I'd say the stronger you are, the more so the more sets. load that yeah, like the higher you go in number as far as the load you're putting on your body. I would think yeah. That I'm not trying to sense. jump drastically. No, you're not trying to make massive leaps. Yeah. Right. I think I think this what he's trying to ask is more along the lines of he's he also like the person before is trying to find their their weight that they should be at for working sets so for example mm. uh let's let's say he's doing also a, a bench press you know and he gets to do he go he gets ready to do his bench press and he's uh working on the first phase so he's in like the five to eight rep range right and he knows he's only going to end up doing three sets of that so by the, he he says he's having a hard time what it's taking him one or two sets to find what weight he should be working at those three sets so he was asking for tips oh. on how to get there so here's what I do. Like if I know I have three working sets ahead of me, and it, even though I, this wouldn't happen to me where I don't know my weight because I'm I'm very in tune with my body and how much I can lift of everything. But let's say I didn't. How I would how I teach a client this is remember that you can control intensity. Intensity does not always have to change by the weight. So what I will do Great is point. I will start with a, a light a weight that I'm for sure I can do, but it might be close to the weight I want to work with. But more than likely, I'm going to round down, and it's going to be less because I'd always be on the safer side in case I don't feel energy or strength that day. So I teach a client to go under that weight, and then let's say it's a it's a ten rep or a, we're talking about five to eight. Sorry, it's five to eight reps. So you're going you're going to start going towards those five reps, and you realize at rep three, oh, this is way too light and easy for me. So slow the last two three reps down, hella slow. Yeah, make it make it harder on that. Make That's a great great advice. Make it way. This is how I use tempo. Yeah, I do pa- pause squats. That that same thing. There you go. Yeah, and I want to feel like my whole process is is a lot like that, but it's 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 more getting connected in the feel of it, right? So as I'm going down through the rep, I'm feeling my body kind of drop down into the right, correct position. Now I'm squeezing and I'm also getting like super connected with my CNS that way. And I'm just actively trying to create tension coming up. And so, yeah, I'm not doing a whole lot of weight because that's the other thing too. You don't want to, I guess too, like I can see, I've gotten this question before too, because like People don't want to really expend a whole lot of energy in the warm up process to get into the workout because they know what's in store for them with the workout, right? So yep. they, they don't want to feel like it's going to detract from their performance during the workout. So there, there is like a, a fine line with that that you kind of find. And I find uh, best for me, like, like kind of like Sal was saying, like, as far as like the most demanding lifts, it'll take me a bit longer to get there. But, uh, you know, I'm trying as hard as I can not to add a whole lot of weight. I just want to add more connectivity, uh, you know, with my body. I think it's a very fair question and it is a very popular question. And I and I think this is where, you know, we talk about all the different tools there are in fitness, right? Manipulating tempos and things like that. And this is this is how I like to, to manipulate tempo. And this is how I utilize it. And I still do this all the time where. I grab a weight that I know is lighter than what I'm probably going to be what we consider a working set. So a working set is what you would consider, you know, you're at that weight of whatever, you know, 80% of, you know, max intensity, whatever the the formula is for the rep range you're at, which once again, we talk about how, you know, it's about your perception and how you understand how to feel your body out more so than it is an actual percentage and number, which we get from a lot of other people, right? 
So it's learning that, learning that, okay, when I do a bench press, you know, my max bench press is 315 pounds. So obviously my very first set, I'm not going to get on there and do 315 pounds. Like Sal saying, I'm going to work up to that, but I'm going to choose a way. And you don't want to do too much volume because you know, maps black aesthetics already has a ton of volume. So maybe I'm going to put, you know, 145 or so on the bar, which is significantly less than my max. And I know I could do 20, 30 reps of that, but I'm going to do 10 and I'm going to do 10 super controlled. And like Justin said, I'm going to pause and squeeze the bar and I'm really going to try and concentrate on my form and slowing the rep down. And you'll be surprised how effective that one set would be. And what's what's awesome about that, because you're not somebody who trains like that all the time and you're not always doing these super slow tempo reps. It will. It'll be. It'll be a curveball for the body. It's a great, a great thing for you to do um, for your first set when you're trying to find your way. And then after you do that first one, I'm sure you have a good idea. Like, okay, that was really easy, so I could probably add a lot more weight, or that was a little easier than you know I could probably do five or eight reps. So I'm gonna add some more weight, and that's how you would feel that out. Comic fitness. <clears throat> how important is it to perform isolation exercises? And the second part of that question is only if it is a legging body part. So the full question was like, he does lots of compound movements. So obviously doing rows and pull-ups and stuff hits the biceps quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Should he do isolation exercises for them? Here's the thing. Compound movements will work those small muscles way better than isolation exercises. Well, that's a fact. If if I can do a heavy pull-up or a heavy row, I'm going to get better bicep development than if I just did curls. However, if I want to add volume to working my biceps, I, I'm limited by those big gross motor movements because they, damn, they they hammer the fuck out of my body. Like I can't do 15 sets of heavy barbell rows. Yes, my biceps will get taxed, but the rest of my body is going to get destroyed too. So maybe I only do five sets of heavy barbell rows, but I want to add volume to my biceps, but I'm limited by my recovery ability. So then I do curls. Hmm. Curls hits my biceps. I got that isolation movement, but I'm not, I'm not hammering my body uh, super hard all the time as, uh, on top of it. So isolation movements are excellent for adding volume, and this is how this should be used. Isolation movements are also very good at correcting. Well, uh, I was going to bring patterns. in yeah the, the the corrective aspect to that, especially also like for improving form and function and, and gaining range of motion. Uh, just just like the supporting cast, like you 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 use them in a specific. Uh, like like if I'm not uh, uh, supported in a certain movement or I feel unstable in a major compound lift, you know, this is where I really want to address, uh, you know, like synergists and, and, you know, really get into, you know, this this supporting cast that's going to help uh, contribute to my overall performance. Well, all all things being equal in this situation, well, let's say this person doesn't have any balances. Uh, or issues like that going on, or they're not trying to develop the biceps because they are they're happy with the bicep size. Um, you know how I would write that person's program now versus how I would have wrote it ten years ago is totally different. Um, I may not even give you a bicep or a tricep exercise if you feel very if you like the way your arms look and you and you're satisfied with it. We don't have any imbalances going on in your body. Then absolutely, you know, uh, T bar rows and bent over rows and deadlifts are going to do more for those biceps than a bunch of isolation curls, anyways. And if you're not trying to increase volume to increase size, 
Um, I may not even train you on those whatsoever, which I wouldn't have done that in the past. In the past, I would have made sure that you hit every single body part and that was my thing. Right. But now I would only do it if it was uh, a lagging body part just because there's so much bang for your buck doing the big compound movements. Mm -hmm. You know, if I really want to change your physique, you know, whatever it is we're trying to do, we're going to get the most change by doing those big gross motor movements uh, than spending some time on some cable curls or preacher curls on a machine. Uh, so I would only do it if uh, if those were the situations, if it was a lagging body part or there was an Im imbalance with that person. So yeah. which this is also why sometimes when people get maps read and they first start off and they're like, this is all the arm exercises I do. I only one set of this or two sets of that. Like, that's it. Like they're expecting like this. Well, they're, they're not counting for the fact that their arms are being worked exactly. quite a bit with all this stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah. look, you, the guy, uh, the guy or girl who gets really good at pull ups and you know overhead presses or bench press is going to get better developed biceps and triceps than someone who gets really good at curls and tricep press downs at the cable. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. Well, yeah. yeah, one carries over, the other one does not. Uh, uh -huh. You can have the biggest, strongest biceps in the world, and the, the likelihood of it helping you that much on pull-ups is slim to none. If you're a badass at pull-ups, you're probably got pretty strong fucking biceps. It's just it's just how it works. Look at gymnasts. You ever seen like like competitive gymnasts, yeah. male gymnasts? Right. They don't do curls. They do a shit ton of pull-ups, though. Oh, they have insane range of motion, and, too. And But they've got the, the craziest looking biceps you've ever seen are on male yeah. gymnasts. And it's all, all pull-ups. Pull yeah, yeah just the way it is. Uh, listen, if you like Mind Pump um, and you'd like a free t-shirt, here's what you do. You go to iTunes and you leave us a five-star rating and review. If we like it, we're going to send you a free t-shirt. Also, check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. I'm at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam and Justin at Mind Pump Justin. And do not forget to check out mindpumpmedia.com. we got some cool stuff on there for you. Go check us out. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now, plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>